Yo, what is up, everyone? Welcome to Bangers and Mosh, the podcast for heavy music. We're your hosts, Jimmy Daz and Defa. Hello, lads. Oi, oi. How you doing? Oi, oi. Oi, oi. Oi, oi. oi, oi. oi, oi. You look uh, you look glazed over, Daz. You look, oh, you look, look like on another shit. planet, son. Oh, I feel like poo. Proper poo. Welcome. Welcome to the lurgy, son. <laughs> oh, hi, mate. I know, mate. Boshing back a lemship as we speak. Nice. <laughs> Let's try, try and fight this off. I reckon I've been keeping uh, the cold and flu powder business, mate. In uh, <laughs> been keeping them in business over this last week or so. Now, Daz has boosted up the profits even more. <laughs> yeah, man. It's all spreading about. But. Let's forget about the Lurgy, because today we're talking about some of our favourite albums from January, with a couple of this uh, from December as well, and it's been a solid start to the year, hasn't it? Has yeah, been, yeah, it's been, been a fucking very strong. Start. We've got um, we've got some good shit in this uh, in this list today. There's a couple from December as well um, that we just couldn't leave out. There was some really good stuff came out in December, so uh, we'll get on to that. But before we get on to the releases uh, this year, we're going to try and remember to do a quick recap of the recent gigs that we've attended. Um, and on Thursday, we were at a Black Heart in Camden for the mighty Undeath's first UK tour. Supported by our boys in Celestial Sanctuary and uh, Mutagenic Host as well. Really cool up-and-coming new death metal band as well, worth keeping an eye on. Fucking what a day out that was, eh? Jesus. Best day. It was the best day ever, wasn't it? We had a plan in our head how it would go, and I think it went better than our plan. It is. Like, we were saying this will be one for the history books, and it... I don't know, smash the history books, mate. What's better than... What's better than that? Like, um... Some mutagenic hosts kicked it off. They were really cool. Definitely one to keep an eye on. Uh, check out their demo they've just released. Celestial Sanctuary up next. And we were we saw their first live show, Daz, at the same venue. Yeah. And this kicked the shit out of that performance, didn't it? Like Yeah, yeah. I was I was saying I was saying to Tom actually, I was messaging him and I was like, fucking hell, mate. Like you have come a long way. In a short time. In like, a very, very short space of time. I think that was the third time I've seen them, and that was definitely the strongest performance they put in. Definitely, 100%. mate. They sounded incredible. Tight as hell, weren't they? Yeah. Like, their stage presence is really, like... They've upped it, mate, yeah. Yeah, like... um, Like, Tom's a really, like, commanding front man now. With that, like, scent... He's got, like, a bit of a cheeky sense of humour about him up on that stage as well, oh, isn't yeah, cracking I just kept, I just kept cracking up, mate. Yeah, mate, he's proper so funny. Um, uh but yeah, the, and the new tracks sound great as well, don't they? Like, yeah. this next album is going to be an absolute smasher. I've oh, no, I've no sure. doubt about it. I'm Absolutely. so excited for it now. Um, and Undeath were the most fun you could ever have. Um, I'm going to nick Max from uh, our boy Max from Hellripper and Vacuous. Fun Death, he yeah. called them, and uh, <laughs> like <laughs> they're just they're the fucking best band. Uh, they're the best band mate at the moment for me i i fucking adore that band and when you have a, a front man like alex oh. smiling all the way through those crushing fucking riffs mate that's 
that's a, that's how a front man does it, man. He's, he's just he such knows. a light. You can't take your eyes off him, can you? Because he's just having the best time, which means you're <laughs> then having crowd, the best he was, time. Yeah, he was <laughs> crowd surfing. He was fucking loving it. He nearly got back to the mixing desk twice, mate. Yeah, I thought I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, had, to put, I had to put my merch down. I thought, fucking up. I have to stretch my arms out. <laughs> going to catch him in a minute. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mate. Um, I'll tell you what, that's the best sound I've ever heard in the Black Heart for them. Their sound, yeah, sound really good. Immaculate. Um, we were saying, definitely, weren't we, on the way back, like, it, it, they could have played another set. The songs that they couldn't get into the set list just shows how many fucking wicked and there was tracks big, they and there were Biggies as well. We were sort of yeah, mate, reeling they, off. Yeah, yeah, like easily. suitably had to gore human chandelier just off the top of my head. Like, yeah. a couple of tracks that weren't. What a band, man! So like with the encore as well, like everyone was like encore, encore. And I don't think they were. Try- I don't think they were fucking about, like as in, like oh yeah, we'll just come off no. and see whether they want an encore. He that he came back, didn't he? he? Was like really, like you could hear it, like in his yeah, yeah, in his heart, mate. He was like, you really want another one? Like, like people, he couldn't believe it. it. People were loving it. The whole so they just oh, mate, it bouncing, isn't it? To play "Rise from the Grave" again. Which they do, yeah. which they'd opened with was such a fucking like it's such a baller move. Like this song's so good that we're gonna play yeah. it twice. Yeah, oh, it's incredible, man. Oh man, to quote to quote our buddy Stephen Crossbreaker, those riffs are fucking deadly. Like <laughs> <laughs> I heard that from behind me, man, and I was killing myself laughing. <laughs> but honestly, like this is a band heading right for the top, fast man. Um. If you get a chance to see them, do not pass it up. Um, and to make our entire year, Alex shouted us out yeah. from, <laughs> from the stage, mate. Which yeah, that was fucking insane, mate. I think all our faces just dropped. we all just stood there in a big group hug, jumping around, didn't we? For about yeah, well, I think it took a few seconds for us to sort of think, hang on a minute, wait a minute. Did you just say, oh, mate, oh, mate, fucking incredible. That was just the cherry on top, mate, oh. so an absolutely wonderful day. Oh, what a perfect day. Oh, I'm glad I spent it with you. Such yeah, a perfect, perfect day. day. Oh, got some sick merch as well. Fucking yep. lovely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got some CD signed as well. What a lovely day. What a lovely old time, mate. Yeah, great time, mate. Lovely old time. Right then, let's get on to January's uh, releases and we're going to start this under the sea. Under the sea. (laughs) (laughs) The first album (laughs) from Germany's Ahab with the Coral (laughs) released January the 13th on Napalm Records. It's their fifth album, Nautic Doom. Yeah. Interesting, mate. Um, based on Jules Verne's 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Have you ever seen that or read it? Or uh, I think I've read it. I think I have seen the film uh, a long time ago, but it's one of those classics. Isn't it? If anyone asks you what's Jules Verne done, I think that's the first thing yeah. that you're going to say. It's... I've no idea, man. I've never yeah. read it or seen it, mm. or so maybe I should to know. But this album is basically uh, based on that novel. Um I'm not really, we're, we're not really Doom's people, Def, are we? But this one, like, took us by surprise, didn't it? It, it had something about it. I don't like to say it's, a lot of people were calling it funeral Doom as well. And yeah, as I soon as I see, see those that, words, I think, oh my God, fuck Yeah, off. I might have booked my funeral, mate. Too much. But, <laughs> I, I, I haven't done this album because, like, I'm not a massive fan of Doom, but the artwork is wicked. This, this, this There's some really some... cool stuff on here, Daz, like, 
I reckon if you like that, like Dream Unending, where they go into their serene like car, there's bits of that in there, definitely. There, like it's sick. This is your perfect headphones album. Oh, mate. Yeah, do yeah. nothing. Get a coffee. Get lost pe- in this Pepsi record, Max mate. Cherry. Sit in a chair, <laughs> feet up. And that's it, mate. You will lose yourself for the 65 odd minutes. It sounds fucking wonderful through headphones, this. Um, I think, Def, that's a big reason why I like this so much. Like, crisp isn't a word I'd I'd associate with Doom, but the the production here is really crisp, really clear, crushingly heavy guitar tones. Um, There's like a real weight and a clarity about the guitars on here that um, they just sound wonderful, mate. I've. It's really taken me by surprise this like it goes from those crushingly heavy parts to those like really serene beautiful moments um it's just a musical journey isn't it like it's the proper it is a proper journey a proper yeah. journey of a record um like there isn't many doom albums that like open up with blast beats and screams is there but uh <laughs> exactly. like the opening track uh professor aranax descent into the vast oceans does just does just that before it goes into this like real calming clean passage um and then it transitions into this beautiful like melodic passage that plays it out it's it's really really cool man opening opening to this record um shout out to daniel drost i think is how you pronounce his name his vocals on here are absolutely brilliant yeah um his guttural's death did he remind you of does he remind you of um michael ackerfeld when he goes full yeah when he goes full guttural, he's got that real like opeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> really fucking good. Um, and then his clean tones are almost like something you'd hear, like you know, like chanted in a monastery. It's like angels like, when the angels yeah. speak. That's what I've got. Yeah, <laughs> it's an incredible speak. balance. His vocals yeah. are just incredible from one extreme to another. But it's like with the music, how it goes from that sort of melancholic, sort of subtle sections. Mm. And when those sort of heavy do moments oh, do happen, yeah, it's like oh shit, they really works. Hit, re- yeah, they? they know exactly when to bring those moments into the album. Oh, and um, yeah, I was surprised, but uh, mate, I, I was surprised mate, by really it. surprised. On paper, I shouldn't like this. Same. I shouldn't like it. Same, but mate. For some reason, I do. It's, yeah. Um. If I, if you want to, if this isn't normally your bag, but you want a track to listen to, the second track, Colossus of the Liquid Graves, yeah, great is track. fucking brilliant. It's like, um, it's actually got like a real earworm kind of chorus in it. Like it's really fucking heavy, but it's really catchy. Um, it's a great, great record, this. I'm, it's taken me right right back, this one, because yeah. I've, I've never really listened to Ahab. I never really thought it'd be my thing, but... Um, I checked this out just on a whim, I think, because of the artwork and because we got it a little bit early. And uh, yeah, it's blown me away. This mate, I I really really enjoy this. So yeah, man. Yeah, Ahab the Coral Tombs. Um, highly recommended. You go and check that out. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, man. I think you think this part of that you might dig that. So yeah, let us know. Right, second album. We're going to the USA. And it is the actual second album from the band Conjureth. The Parasitic Chambers is the record. This came out January 23rd on Rotted Life slash Memento Mori. <laughs> Death metal of the twisted, chaotic, blackened variety. Influences, I'd say, from like Morbid Angel, Immolation, bands like that. But 
with an early thrash flavor to it as well. I think hundred yeah, percent. This, this is, is fu- fucking, fucking wicked, good. isn't it? Oh, oh god, this is so good, mate. <laughs> like I love how it's a combo of old school death metal with that new wave flavor. Yeah, oh. really, it really is. It take, it's like transports you right back, doesn't it? But it's like new. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? How they've got it's like mad. this vintage sort of sound to it, but with a fresh twist. Yeah. Oh, fucking god! I think so at, good. at times, I think it has, it's got a bit of a Scandinavian sort of feel to it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent, mate. That's in there. Um, there must be ninety three thousand riffs on this album. I reckon. 93,802. Oh, did you count? I counted. Oh, I lost. Yeah, I lost count of 93,000, mate. Got tired, (laughs) man. Like, the guitar work on this is fucking awesome, isn't it? Oh, mate. It's very technical. It it, it reminds me, the guitar work reminds me a lot of um, the Dava record, where it's really technical, but it doesn't go to tech death. Yes. Noodle levels. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yes. It's not hitting those sort of arch spire. No. Sort of analepsy level stuff it's tech in that just that right but with a filthy coating on it like it's perfect uh, description and when i'll tell you what when they want to drop into a groove man do they drop into a groove like the riff at the start of the ancient presence oh my god that's some of the best times on this album is when they drop into that groove and you just find yourself like yeah yeah absolutely absolutely i love it when these sort of bands do that like they they know exactly when to do it and how long to do it for yeah so that each one sort of punches you in the guts like it's so good solos are great as well on this the lead work on here is lead yeah this uh well we had it as our album of the week didn't we yes we we fucking loved it this really tickled our pickle this did Mm mm-hmm Absolutely. Um, mate, you want to shout out the drummer, the drummer on this oh, is an absolute mate. monster. There's like a track. The sternum crunching drums. That's exactly <laughs> they what are, it is, man. Mate. The start of um cremated dominion. I don't know what the fuck's going on there. Yes. But the drums yes. are mental. I was like listening to it, and they're just you can't work out who's doing it. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. Um vocals are perfectly placed in the mix, dripping in reverb. So they've got that fucking like always a madness kind of flavor to them um there's no i saw a couple of people like saying the production wasn't very good on this but i think it's fantastic good i I don't see anything with that don't understand it does like there's no polish or shine to this it's dirty it's like got this oozing evil atmosphere to it like Mm. the way this sort of death metal should be do you know what i mean yeah Mm. yeah yeah i think it sounds perfect and then when you think you've got this band like tag they drop a six minute slab of death doom right at the end yeah the last track the unworship yeah. two is like a straight like it's come from a temple of void record or something yeah mad it's so they're not man. just a one trick pony which is good man yeah absolutely um 38 minute runtime doesn't perfect. let up no fat yeah. at all on this. Does not let up. Simply relentless, like in the best, in the best kind of way. Um, yeah, this one, I didn't, I didn't listen to their first. Have you, have you heard their first album? I don't no, think I've ever. I, I keep no. meaning to go back and do it. Actually, mm. I'll do yeah, it so tomorrow probably. This is my first experience with Conjurathon. Yeah. yeah, well, well, lost. well Will impressed with this, last. mate. So yeah, the Parasitic Chambers by Conjurath, album number two. 
Right, okay, album three, we're staying in the USA, but guess what? We're going back under the sea, under, under the, sea, the sea, under the sea, for the debut album from Dryad, The Abyssal Plane. Um, this came out 20th of January on Prosthetic Records. Death, a furious, rabid, old school black metal monster with like D-beat and punk influence in there, isn't there? Mate, it's got so many <laughs> different things you can call this. It's, yeah, mate. What it, what it has, tone-wise, is that first wave of black metal. Yep. That nasty. Tone, that aggressive tone. Yeah. But yeah, it's got sort of black and roll crust. It's got everything else. And it literally, you can't pinpoint it. And then, mate, on top of that, they chuck in some 80s horror synths in there. Mate. Like, just to make you even more like, what? Yeah. Like, it's... So lyrically, this record, uh, this is a quote from the band, takes listeners on a literal and metaphorical explorative trip to the darkest depths of the ocean, using the depths of the sea as a metaphor for depression. So the whole album is about going right down into the bottom of the ocean and discovering all these like crazy Horrors. life forms that live yeah. below the surface and that's exactly what this fucking album yes. sounds it is. like isn't it it is it's a horror yeah as soon as you play it, it, it is, you're, mate. you're it, shitting yourself as soon as yep. you press play i've got that written down it feels like a horror film in audio form that's what, that's like what, yeah it is mate. sinister uneasy feeling right from the start of this like you're going into the unknown isn't it and it's it's what what will you what will you find? And I think what yeah. helps is Claire Nunez on vocals. Oh, mate, she nails that black metal sound. Her Danny, Danny Filth, Bellin from Ritual Moon. I think you mentioned uh, Ritual Moon. Yes, reminds it's, me. It's yeah. like a yeah, it's like Sparked a mixture. aggression, isn't it? Like yeah. she like plays the synths as well. She yes. plays the synths as well. So Super talented. How man. the fuck you could put I mean, I wonder if she was playing the synths at the same, at the same time, time doing the vocal. Jesus, if well, she does, mate, that's fucking awesome. I guess live you'd have to, wouldn't you? Yeah, exactly. Maybe on album you wouldn't, you'd cut it yeah. that. But yeah, live you yeah, exactly. Mate, I love the speaking of those synths, the opening, the intro to Pompeii Worm. Oh, with those clean guitars and them synths in there. Sounds like John Carpenter, isn't it? Oh, so rad, man. It's so rad. Um, like the punk influence really shows in, I think, the pacing of the record and the track times. Like there's nothing over three minutes 50 on this record. Nah. It just rips past, man. Um, the riffing on here, Dev, I think it's really simple, really catchy. Add into that like stripped back 90s first wave feel. Do you know what I mean? That's Yeah, yeah. The riffing is pure, like, Dark Throne. That sort of black metal, isn't it? Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah, I fucking um, love this, man. Oh, I love this, man. Loads of hooks. Loads leaves, of them. Leaves you wanted, well, it leaves me wanting more. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Just a shout out on the vocals. They're, they're a guitar player, Grimtooth. He That's does the um, full-on death growls, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. oh, mate. And this That really, like, back up those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate, it's so good. Um. And yeah, shout out J- uh, Jackson Vesley uh, production is the producer on this. Uh, Col- it's actually co-produced by Claire as well. Um, so she's yeah. talented, man. The production's really fucking good on this because it it has that nasty first wave black metal feel, but those synths come in and add a real nice flavor to this, and it and it all blends so fucking I well. Think doesn't what it? works as well because the band are from Iowa, but mm. yet 
this you would think this was like Norwegian or Finnish. Yeah, you would. It has you'd think it was from that, but they're from the same part of America as Slipknot. Yeah, which is fucking mad. But yeah, they mad. have yeah. nailed their sound to a fucking T, man. I don't think there's much that sounds like this lot, mate. That I've heard no. with no. that combo of sounds. So I think they're onto a good thing here, man. Like yeah, I think so. This is a really and on prosthetic already for your debut is pretty, pretty good, good, isn't it? They so, know, mate. They know. They know. Um. So yeah, that's the debut album from a band called Dryad, and it's called The Abyssal Plane. Make sure you check that out. Okay, staying in the USA for album number four. This came out December thirtieth on Closed Casket Activities. Eternal Sleep with Desperate Prayer Blues. I. Love this fucking record, man. This is blew your skirt right up, didn't you? Oh, mate, it's everything me and death love. <laughs> when it's when you've got Life of Agony slash Alice in Chains inspired hardcore, forget about it, mate. Ah, <laughs> uh, I love this record so much, man. I've played this to death. Um, yeah, it's like metallic hardcore, isn't it? but it's got that 90s alt flavors yeah. to it um you mentioned 18 visions as well does didn't you like their their head their sort of heavier material reminded you of 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 them yeah yeah i mean the melodic vocal parts definitely sort of yeah. remind me of it but they also took influence from bands like alice in change and all that sort yeah of that, stuff so yeah absolutely the um it's those hooks in it like the, yeah. the the alice in chain style hooks and the life of agony hooks um there's so many of those on here. Like an honourable death is a great example. Against the wall, against speak. the wall is pure Alice in Chains, isn't it? Yeah, it is, isn't me, it? Mate. It's oh, so man. good, mate. Um, but it's not. It's not just a. a it's not a rip off. It's, no, it's in. But they've got their own spin to. They've got their own spin to it. Um, speak slash not speak. Oh, a fucking banger! Great track. So hey, cool. So cool. I haven't, even, I haven't even mentioned real shame. Which is a mate, standout track yeah. for me. Real oh, Shame yeah, yeah. is the God one. Is me. That's the one, mate. That chorus, mate, is so yeah. good. So good. Um, those those parts just really take you back to those like those coolest fucking nineties alternative yeah. bands that you'd see on MTV too and Sunshine in. Yeah, yeah, in, yeah, like in in California on a beach somewhere. Like, yeah, it's it's so fucking good. Like musically, this is heavy as fucking hell as well, isn't it? There's like loads of stompy riffs, almost like sludgy riffs again in places. Yeah. You know when Alice in Chains really slow it down, like Rain When I Die and stuff yeah, like that, yeah. where they it's where they hit those <sighs> So good, man. Hard as nails breakdowns on here as well. Yeah, man. Proper. What? Proper. Yeah, they are like they've just got both sides of their game down to perfection aren't they like yeah it's and... kind of crazy it just come out of nowhere yeah mate and, and, when, you've got, uh, and when you've got the knob master off oh, of producing this you know yeah, it's mate. gonna sound fucking crushing mate he's done a great job especially on those guitars mate like i reckon someone's definitely said river runs red is a reference point yes what we want our guitar tones to sound like because they're monstrous aren't they yes yeah man when this is when this is like fucking really heavy, it reminds me a bit of like Kublai Khan and bands like that. Yeah, you know, like that stompy, like hardcore. It reminds me of um, those a little bit. 
And there's also a couple of like bluesy outlaw sort of interludes on it, which are fucking yeah, really, really, like that, actually. really fucking dope, man. Um, yeah, this is a brilliant record, mate. I've, I saw a lot of good, positive fucking vibes about this record as well when it dropped, because sometimes you worry when stuff drops like at the end of December or whatever. That it's it a might weird, get it's a missed. weird, it's a weird release date. That's my only gripe, I think, about it. It's kind of funny, man, because uh, I saw someone mention that to the band, like, and they were like, "Yeah, we just don't give, we don't, we don't really give a fuck when it came out." Oh, like, that's <laughs> like, so they're obviously confident in the in the album that oh, they, they put they, out, and it's they should be, yeah, they fucking nailed it. It's a really great album, man. Like, I'm definitely including this as a 2023 yeah, so release. So, I, I think a lot of people will, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't miss out on this record, honestly. Desperate Prayer Blues uh, from Eternal Sleep. Got another USA album. They're on fire this month. This is a debut record from The Gauntlet, and it's called Dark Steel and Fire. This came out Jan 13th. Nihil Verum Nissi Moors, I think. <laughs> nice, I Moors are the <laughs> record label. Um, sorry if I've butchered that, but Def, this one, this proper, like, this proper tickled your pickle, didn't it? Jesus, mate. I mean, just that album cover alone, mate, was enough covers. for me to like think, Jesus, mate. Yeah, Venom, Bathory inspired, Celtic Frost, Motorhead, Celtic Frost, Motorhead, heavy metal, mate. It's just this is the definition of if you want to play heavy metal, mate. They yeah, fucking yeah. got it, mate. Yeah, this is a one man band as well, isn't it, mate? I could not believe that. Have you seen the only promo pic of him? It's just him standing with a uh, his crash helmet on with next to his motorbike mate, that's so, fucking sick mate ace Megido, uh, Megido, thinks yeah, he, yeah um so that's his name ace yes yeah that's a proper doing, doing music mate. like this with promo pictures like by his motorbike and yeah. it's called ace as well mate fucking i know mate. he's just absolutely smashing life isn't he yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like it's news straight from the jump. <laughs> We're gonna call him Ace, mate. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, like if so you cool. like, it's like black and roll, rock and roll swagger to it, isn't there? It's yeah, such a fun, like catchy album. Like you, you just have the, you'll just have a big shit eating grin on your boat race all the way through. Like listening to this, this is it's... all the elements of metal that you like and enjoy. It's got them like those doodles, fucking riffs, wicked solos, fast yep. parts, your slower sort of riff part. It's it's got everything you want in a heavy metal album. His vocals, definitely. Uh, I don't know if it was just me, but they remind me of like um, a, a bath, a bath in places. Like Great he's got shot. that yeah. like shredded throat, like like yeah, raw yeah. to his raw to his voice, and it? it's so fucking good. Perfect for the music that's playing as well. Yeah. Um, track three, the signal to attack is like oh, motorhead venom love child, isn't it? It's fucking watch you, man. So swaggy, man. That track is so good. Um, the highlight of this record, there for me, track four, wins wins without mercy into five damnation calls with a haste is like a ripper combo, mate. That mate, it's unreal. It's so good. Like those two tracks back to back. Such a great one-two punch in the middle of this. Um, production on it is raw, stripped back. It sounds like it's been recorded in one take in a basement, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's just perfect. Like uh, With this kind of music, you don't want to be going back and doing 
three or four takes of things because you lose that energy then. Like it's, it's got that real like energetic feel to it. It's so fucking great. Um, this is kind of death. I think what I wanted from the last midnight album a little bit, this yeah. sort of stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like that more energy and more grit and stuff. And yeah, it just lacked that. Yeah. I think this definitely makes up for that. But yeah, if you like, um, if you want that Bathory worship mate done it with, with sprinkles of Motorhead and like Def said, Celtic Frost and Venom and all those sort of bands, then you have to get on this record. It's so cool. I think it's only on Bandcamp at the moment, isn't it? At the minute, yeah. It's not on um it's not on streaming, unfortunately, at the minute. But it's well you worth listen, you can listen to it. Yes. Obviously, you don't have to purchase it if you know what I mean. You can just listen to it. But do Chuck Ace a purchase because uh Oh mate, it's yeah this album is ace, isn't it? So yeah, the gauntlet are the band Dark, Steel and Fire is the name of the record. Okay, album number six. Uh, This is one, Def, you might have to take the lead because I've only had a chance to listen to this once. Um, We're going to the UK. The debut record from Grief Symposium in the absence of light. This came out January 27th uh, through Church Road Records. Is, Is this Death doom death, or is this death metal with uh well i've got it as blackened death doom mm, with monolithic okay. groove it's it's something it's got that death doom feel it's got that blackened atmosphere but when it gets groovy it's like like machine head groove like early machine head groove when it kicks in but it still has that blackened atmosphere and that fucking doomy punch it's such a good combination and it's you know an impressive selection of those genre combo riffs and they gel so well together it's one of these albums you have to listen to it to sort of get it yeah 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 i've i've listened to it i've listened to it once through but i think i was doing something at the time so i i didn't give it full attention but i need to um because i know these um i know at least one of the dudes uh who's at, he's active on twitter quite a lot um yeah shout out, i think steve uh he used to be in the king is blind who were a really cool uk a uk metal band and like they sadly didn't i don't know what happened there but they just sort of trailed off but it's good to see him back in music with uh and church road is a great home for this band isn't it yeah sammy and just they know how to look after bands mate and they're bringing up super i mean this for a debut album mate it's these are going to be massive and what these this band do so well is they have that peaceful era sound and i know the three of us fucking love that so yeah is that because when I saw, like, the tag for this Death Doom, I was expecting, like, you know, early Paradise Lost and stuff like that. But it's not really that, is it? It's hard to put your finger on this. They take, obviously, influence from from that sound. But yeah. it, they've, they're their own thing, aren't they? Do you know they're what I mean? Own, yeah. And they've also got some, like, in, in, especially in the first track, there's some, like, early corn style riffs like those simple early fucking new, like those new early new metal fucking chunk riffs and when <laughs> i was listening riffs. to it i was like <laughs> thinking fucking hell this is like paradise chunk. lost playing this is like paradise <laughs> lost playing life is peachy at some times <laughs> i thought that's fucking wicked it was only it's only like for seconds yeah, like, yeah. you get it it's not like the whole track yeah, yeah. it's just little moments it was just like 
fucking hell, that's great. And I've sort of categorized them down to the B, D, D, G, G, Black, Death, Doom, <laughs> Gloom and Groove. When you, listen to that, when you listen to the opening track Among, uh, among Dead Gods, yep. that is giving you a hint of what to expect from the album. Because then for the rest of the album, you're getting Black, you're getting Death, you're getting Doom, you're getting Gloom, you're getting Groove. So the first track, if you right, like okay. the first track, you're yep. going to like the rest of the album because that's how it sort of works. Death is aiming for another hype sticker here, isn't he? Yeah, on, he's, on he's... front of an album, he's got this down to a science, Mate. isn't he? Yeah, I was just, I was just thinking <laughs> that myself. Like, what a lad! I wouldn't mind another sticker. When <laughs> you got one, <clears throat> right? But so there yeah, you go. Six... If you like a nice slab of B D D D G G, then Grief Symposium <laughs> are the band for you with their debut album in the absence of light. I'm going to make sure I do that again. I might do that tonight with the headphones on deaf. I might. Um, You'll love it, mate. Yeah, bang on that. Right, okay. Album number seven. We're off to Germany. And this is the second album from Letha. And the album is called Rue. Is that how you pronounce this? R-U-E-U? Rue, yeah. 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 Um, January the 18th, this came out. Noise Bringer Records. So this is another one-man project. Um and the dude is just called Noise, which is great. <laughs> Going to give yourself a name, mate. Noise is as good as well, exactly, right. he does. Um, the guy is the same dude that does Canon in Fiber. Oh, Canon yeah. Fiber, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Nonest Deus. He's yeah. a he's a busy dude, isn't he? Yeah, making all sorts of great music. Um, yeah. so the album title means regret in English, which gives you that. It gives you the feel of what you're going to get from this record. Like it's tagged as cathartic black metal. And I reckon if you like Garea, then this is an album that you have to. It's very similar in parts. Then you have to go and listen to. Yeah. It's got like that really catchy, melodic, like weighty, emotional feel to it. And then. Then when the black metal parts explode, it's really fucking harsh and really like abrasive. Um, it just straddles those two fucking lines so perfectly, man. This is a I, really I great record. I think what helps with the emotion is the lyrics are in German. I think it's more haunting and it's more, it sort of sells itself more because it's in that natural language. Yeah, because so you feel you feel it. Uh, it's different, isn't it? Because you don't, we don't understand it. It's a harsh sounding language it's as well, a, isn't exactly, it? And like, it, yeah, you the know, way the way he sings it, it, you sort of, yeah, you sort of sold on it. He's got like the vocals have got that throat shredding aggression and like that emotional punch to it. Very, like I say again, it's very much like the like like the Garea album that dropped last year. It's got that same like a ma- like man on the edge vocal delivery like it's yeah it's really weighty and really emotional um i really like the way this album's paced as well it's like seven tracks 39 minutes so each track is given enough room to grow and to breathe and to develop but it leaves you wanting more at the end of it do you know what i mean so each track is a nice little journey but by the end of it it finishes and you're like oh I could, I could, I could listen I could to done, his... I t- Yeah, I could have done a couple more tracks, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, production on here is fucking great. Like, it's especially those like clean guitar tones. 
there's some really beautiful like passages on here. Track two, oh, um, Fremd Corp. Or, yeah, that yeah, one. that one, mate. The that clean passage in there is superb. I it? got I got Cradle of Filth from that track. Oh, like mate, symphonic Cradle of Filth symphonic sound. It sounded very fucking yes. similar, man. And you know, me and you both said that really sounds like Danny Filth. Doing it like additional does. vocals. There isn't a. There's a guest vocalist on here. I should have written the bloody name down, but it's not Danny Filth. But it really has that sounds. I I had to yeah. really think. Fucking how it sounds like him. It really does. Um, and the start of the title track as well. Like it fucking sounds so good with that instrument. Like that clean, instrumentally passage at the start of that. It's really I like that. It has those black metal tremolos. Those classic. What you look yes, out, mate. For. When it. It's not over produced in there it's not all the time when it hits it's, you do that phil scolari face man yeah man <laughs> when it when it goes into that like harsh abrasive black metal it, it fucking it's wonderful yeah. isn't it yeah like yeah. i know i was really looking forward because um blaine on banger tv when he did his like uh new metal new metal no new metal he um he said this was the best black metal album he'd heard in the last few years when I was like, whoa, considering we've had like Stormkeep and stuff like that, it was big, big statement. But yeah, this is a great record, this. Um, yeah, so it's called Rue, I think is how you pronounce it. Uh, and the band are Leith, Leith, it's Letha, isn't it? How it's yeah, pronounced? Yeah, Letha, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, go and I check that out. I don't smoke the Letha. <laughs> <laughs> In this case, though, we fucking do. Pack that bong out, baby. <laughs> Go get on that record. It's really, really fucking great. We've got the USA. I've got the mon uh, Monopoly, I think. Yeah. So we're back to the USA. Album number eight. Malleus are the name oh, of the band. Yes, mate. <laughs> the Fires of Heaven is the record. Uh, January 27th on Armageddon label. So this is another debut. Black Thrash in a death. Black yeah, I've, I've got thrash. Black and Speed Metal. Yes. Yes, black and thrash, speed metal. Um, the first thing that you threw me about this, it, the uh, music isn't what you'd expect to hear if you buy if you bought this off the artwork alone. Like the artwork right. gives you no indication of what this music this sounds like. This was probably one of the albums from January that every nearly everyone that we follow was going absolutely apeshit about this album. Uh huh. And they weren't giving much away, just saying it's fantastic. You've got to listen to it. But you look at the cover. And I, I thought it was going to be like black metal, mate. Oh, I thought it was yeah, going to be like me, yeah, me too, a bit. Low, folky, recorders. I thought, ah, it's going to be shite. I thought, I know it. <laughs> but it's fucking, hey, it, <laughs> it, has, it has a folk inspired intro. Yeah. And yeah. I thought, oh, here we go. I thought, okay, I thought I can deal with this. <laughs> here we go. And then it here just we go. a barrage of fucking speed metal riffage. It's Makes fucking... a neck snapper. It's it's one of those where I it's the biggest con in history, and I fucking love it. <laughs> where they throw you off with the like the yeah. album art works great. Like we're not saying yeah. the album art works, but it's not what you'd expect. You, no. Uh, again, like think Bathory, Hellhammer, Possessed. Venom, Hell Ripper, yep. Demiser. If you want the newer sort of stuff, yeah, yep. Um, I love the the band, the members' names in here. So, the oh band, yeah, yeah, oh mate, they got the best. The channeler, yeah. His <laughs> vocals are fucking paint stripping, aren't they? Like <laughs> evil, evil as fuck, mate. 
that yeah evil sounding vocals man um the hammer on the guitar <laughs> oh mate it's <laughs> fucking incredible on the lead guitar simple but effective riffing that just makes yes. you want to bang your head like there's nothing overly complicated about the riffing but it's just really fucking yeah yeah sick and me- memorable mate nodding, yeah nodding your head right the way through this um i do wish the lead work was a bit better like it's quite basic it does serve the song well but i do wish there was some some more ripping do you know what i mean like ripping solos but but it doesn't really detract from from the record at all um the first thing you sort of notice when you put a uh, press play how fucking good the production on here is yeah yeah great production on this album. i like it's got like that occult satanic atmosphere and again that sort of first wave flavor in there it's got just enough grit like the drums on this have like this really i can't explain it because i'm not a a drama, but they've got like a really wow. dry sound to them. Yeah, You're certainly not the relentless, are you, mate? I'm fucking not, mate. No, <laughs> no, I'm not. Um, but yeah, the drums got this really dry sound and this really like nice cymbal tone. I can't explain it, but you'll hear it when you listen to the record, and just sounds great, man. Um, and the bass as well, rum like it's like the ghost of Lemmy. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like this really rumbling, really rumbling bass sound throughout this. Um, it kind of sounds a little bit similar to the last High Command album, that new High Command album that just came yeah, out. It's got that yeah. same sort of trad metal kind of production and vibe to it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I like that they also can mix it up. Instead of playing breakneck speed, they can slow it down, awakening. Mm. Slower, more doomier passages, like haunting, atmospheric. It's probably to do with because it's a theme of the album, isn't it? About like Europeans invading uh, uh, New England in the 17th century and not like, the horrors with it. So that yeah, track sort of make, it makes telling sense the story, yeah. where it is. It's telling the story. But yeah, again, it shows that they can play fast, but they can, can do something a bit different as well. Which well, is- mate, like the songwriting ambition is really like high because you've got three tracks that clock in at over seven minutes. Um, yeah. Again, that's the Bathory influence because they had loads and loads of long that, songs spread yeah, out throughout yeah. their catalogue. So it's taking that influence from them that they can do these neck snapping speed metal tracks, but they can also do those longer, like you said, Death, those more um, like epic kind of feeling tracks as well. So yeah, man. Yeah, it's a really, really good record. This and again, another debut, super strong, isn't it? Fucking hell, mate. These debut oh. albums, mate, are getting better and better. Full yeah. speed primitive rebellion, mate, on this album. There you go. Daz is there's Daz's sticker for the month. I need a sticker now. <laughs> you two you two boys have got this hype sticker business nailed down, mate. I tell you. <laughs> so that's uh the fires of heaven from the band Malleus. Right, we're going back to December for album number nine. And we're off to Iceland. Miss Theamin are the name of the band. How do you pronounce this album title? Is it Mayo Hamry? That's how you would look at it. It's probably, I don't know. I think the I O's got like it. a tail on it, but yeah, but yeah. yeah. But this came out December 16th. Norma Evangelium Diaboli, I believe, on <laughs> a record label name. Third album from one of the best black metal bands in the business at the moment. Yeah, man. 
this is like a masterclass in how to write black metal that's fiery and furious, but like melds those big, beautiful fucking melodies in there as well. Yeah, it's cold and it's like ice cold riffage, but it's like hot as fuck at the same time. It's weird, isn't it? Mate, this blew all, like all three of us listened to this like once, didn't we? And we were all like, oh God. Yeah, have you so heard good, this mysterious so like this this is like the this is top tier man black metal it really is top tier um and yeah. again luckily like the eternal sleep album it dropped you know middle of december is a weird time for albums to come out but this is this is one that people are still raving about on, yeah two months later. This, is, this is going on my list well if it makes the list but it will do but it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna count it's in, yeah, I'm I'm counting this as a 2023 made for yeah, yeah it's a, six but... songs, 43 minutes, lovely old time, and the title track, mate, is fucking. Oh, I reckon it's contender for song of the year already, mate. I know it's February. Which one? But is it Mio Hamry? The actual title track. Oh yeah, fucking it's... superb track, man. It's brilliant. That's like a straight up go for the throat ripper, isn't it? Oh, like it's. But the first two tracks on here perfectly demonstrate what this band do. Like the first track is a ripper, like an absolute fucking furious black metal ripper. And then track two has got like this swaggering, mid-paced, melodic brilliance to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, I've got a riff in my head. I mean, so I you're, fl- you're, yes. flawed. you're yes. flawed after two tracks. You're yeah, because like... you don't know what's coming next. Nah. Yeah, fucking brilliant band, man. So, uh, Engine, Engin Vorken, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Pronounce it. Fucking insane, mate. And it's got, I swear it's got like a, like a bit of, um, like symphonic keys in there or it, something. It has, yeah, it has. has. It has. Synth- mate. And like, oh, horns. It's got like horns. some horns yeah, in there yeah. as well. Like, fucking yeah. hell, mate. Come on. Yeah, come on, mate. It no, is exactly. Exactly, man. I love um, track three, en- Engine Miscoom. I think yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got like this really weird off kilter like start to it. And then two minutes 20, we love a timestamp. There is a fucking wicked crunching riff that comes in that your head will f- fly off your shoulders, yeah. mate, when that riff kicks in. Um, and then it almost goes like Viking metal in the middle. Like, I can't explain it, but just go and listen to it, man. It's, but that's my highlight of the album, I think. It's a fucking brilliant, brilliant song, that. But I think they're all brilliant songs. Like, this is just a... They all have their moments in the tracks, and they are fucking incredible moments. It's what an album. It's a fucking what? super Everything album, about yeah. this album is amazing, isn't it? The it guitar is, work, the drums, class. lead yeah. guitar work, dive yeah. bombs in here, the tone, the production, the drumming. Yeah, yeah. Everything. Everything, it's mate. Fucking it's everything. Yeah, yeah. It's banging. Yeah. And, it's, um, it's quite, I think it's quite a, uh, a feat, really, considering this is coming off the back of their second album, which is widely lauded as one of the best black metal albums of recent yeah. memory as well. Yeah. Yeah. And from what I've... I'm not you no know, overly familiar with them as a band, um, but they haven't just taken that album that blew everyone away and copied it and try. They've they're trying to progress their sound, which is it's fucking really great to see, man. Like you mentioned, production as this has got this like really big natural roomy sound to it. Like it was recorded in like a massive, great big fucking stately room. Do you know what I mean? That's it. Sounds like majestic. 
that I front cover, mate. Yeah. They're in that building on the front yeah. cover, mate. That's yeah, where they are. are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that came through the post the other day. Oh, you got it? Yeah, I still need to get that. I still need to get that. got it, mate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's going to get ordered very soon, mate. Yeah, it's... Um, but, and also shout like you you mentioned it, Daz, but one of the best black metal vocal performances in recent times as oh, well. Oh, mate, so it's good. So, Fucking so incredible. good. Yeah, so uh, if you're into black metal, get on this. You will, you would already have done that if you're into black metal, but if you somehow missed it, get on this. Um, Mio, it's probably wrong, Hamry, Misteaming are the name of the band. Right, 10th album. We're back to the USA. We're talking about some legends. It's the 11th album from Obituary, Dying of Everything. This came out January the 13th on Relapse. It's fucking Obituary doing Obituary things to the highest quality. This and this, but this. They've been they've been on a good run of form, man. Like Inked in Blood, the self-titled, then into this. But I think this is the best of the last three. Like they're yeah. super yeah. strong and getting better. Um this album wastes like no time at all kicking off. It just boots off at full pace. And then within 10 seconds, you've got like a full pelt thrash riff and John Tardy's like fucking unmistakable vocals just tearing out the speakers like barely alive it's what a great way to open a record isn't it oh mate what a fucking that's one definitely one of the highlights of the album as well they know how to do an opening track oh yeah they do and they don't fucking disappoint with that but like we said you know with the last two albums they're continuing what they've already been doing for god knows that for 30 years you know their assault of crunchy and hard-hitting riffs that's it. That's what they know what to do. And that's what they yeah. keep. That's what they're doing again. They're that's, just doing it again. And that's already what... like this record, man. Oh, yeah, I, I do. do mate. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all you want from them, isn't it? I, d- I don't, you don't want obituary to be throwing in like prog sections and. Nah, obituary like, you, you... doing obituary. They're throwing in yeah. little tributes to slowly rotten cause of death in certain songs. But I think, it's mate, all... it's pretty cool that, you know, they did those two albums, the live streams of those two, didn't they? They went yes. back and revisited. You can hear. The, the fun they were having revisiting that has, has been relayed into this record. To this, exactly, yeah, exactly. Um, mate, you said that that guitar tone is fucking glorious, isn't it? That that trademark swampy obituary tone is fucking so so great. Um, and we said it. All three of us have said this to each other a countless times over the last since this came out but the wrong time has got to be the catchiest obituary track it's, it's just so bit... straightforward it's so straightforward but it's in your head it's in my head all the time mate yeah it's just fucking it's just simple but it's catchy as fuck it stays in your head the they've right done their job yeah. <laughs> they've done their job <laughs> they've the done their job time. yeah like that mate like it's that song's always in my head I'm paying. I'm paying it rent now. I'm paying that fucking song rent to live in my head. Like it's ridiculous. I it's... think every song on this album's like so solid as well. Like barely alive, yeah. the wrong time, without a conscience. That's war. my favorite. And track. then the title track is the first half of the record. But I've seen a lot of people sort of be like, "Oh yeah, the second half's like not as strong." But I think a lot of the deeper cuts, like "By the Dawn," are just as strong as the first half. Yeah, I think it's. I it's don't. Quality, this doesn't. Front it... to back. 
No, it wasn't dip for me at all. This mate, like, um, without a conscious, might be my favourite song. Like I'll put an end to you. It's such a fucking hard line, isn't it? I, I quite like uh, War, where he's just like, "Come get some." War, mate, it's got <laughs> so good. good I was riff, like, mate. "Yeah, man, so good." So good. Don Tardy as well. Tardy sounds fucking. He still yeah. sounds great, right. isn't it? So iconic vocals, mate. He just he don't let you down. He still sounds as fresh as ever, man. It's quality. Yeah. Uh, your boy Def Terry Butler and Donald Tardy with that like tight groovy rhythm right. section, and they just simple, but so effective. Um, Ken Andrews killer leads killer. Oh lead mate, he here. is fucking yeah, out great, the park, mate. great guitar player, mate. And they 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 self produce this in their own studio, and they they just know what they want, don't they? They know yep. what they want a bit to sound like, and they want to have sounds fun. fun as fuck, fun as fuck. They're all dialed in, locked into that obituary sound. And listen, if you don't like obituary and you didn't, and it's just like, why bother going and listening to this record and going, oh, it's not very well that because do you know what I mean? Like if, if you never really liked them before, I don't see the point in like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're right. In listening to them and then going, there's no progression or they, they just sound like a bit because they're always going to sound like that. So, um, but yeah, yeah fucked. <laughs> that's what I was trying to say, Daz. But uh, <laughs> the subtlety of a house brick, mate. That's like, um, yeah. If you like a bitchery, you'll fucking absolutely love this record. It's really, really killer. They, you, Daz, this one has properly like properly got its fucking claws into you, isn't it? Yeah, I really like this album, man. It's really good. This is just. You can just tell that it's really organic. Like they've just had a right laugh doing it, haven't they? They've mm. just, you know what I mean? It's good. Yeah, absolutely. Time. And um, the wicked Lewandowski artwork as well on the front, which yeah. we, which we um, pointed out on our Heavy Halls episode on YouTube. Which uh, if you haven't I checked think it's out, one of, I, I think it's one of his last pieces as well. I don't yeah, know if it's it his be, last mate. one, but it's definitely one of one of the last. So yeah, iconic it will be. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, Dying of Everything from Obituary, album number 10. Okay, last album, but by no means least, we're off to Canada for the debut album from Tribunal, The Weight of Remembrance is the record. This came out January 20th on 20 Bucks Spin. Um, Another Doom record, Death, but with a very different flavour to Ahab. Um, Gothic, Gothic is the word, mate. Mate, put on put on a crushed velvet smoking jacket. Get your candelabra out. Yeah. Nice glass of port or something like that. Do you know what Sink I mean? Sink your fangs into a nice human being. <laughs> <laughs> Sit back on your chair and let this album in. It's I this is my favourite album of the month, man. I fucking Fuck love this record um so they're a two-piece a two-piece band um but this with some guest musicians uh on here um it's kind of beautiful record it's somber kind of purple and black doom if you know what i mean with like the, the cover yeah like yeah. the cover art cover art's wicked on this um but it's got the weight of death metal as well isn't it God, like it's when it goes fucking heavy man it really does um like so, they're for fans of on Bandcamp. Says for fans of like My Dying Bride, Paradise Lost, Typo Negative, Candlemas, uh, and that's pretty spot on, isn't it? 
Bang for, on, mate. For their Absolute sound. Bang on. Um, so there's like a dual vocal approach on here. Oh, like, God, mate. Incredible. Harsh, mate, harsh death metal vocals, mate. Those, de- yeah, gothic theme with death-induced lows. And then those beautifully blended, I can't believe I'm writing this shit, beautifully <laughs> blended cleans into high pitch shrieks. It's, you've got to listen to it to be, you'll you'll be fucking mesmerised by it. Mesmerised, mate, yes. The um, the, the female, uh, so Soren Morn, I think yeah. is her name, isn't it? Yeah. Her vocals are so haunting and beautiful, man. I thought you could say horny. <laughs> so did I. So, so that was weird. Was so like, that, was weird. that was weird. That as well, mate. That as well. Um, and she's um uh, also plays the cello on this as well. Yes, which she's trained cellist. Yeah, the, the use of the cello on here, mate, adds such a weight and bass as well. She and plays bass guitar as well, I think. Fucking incredible. Isn't too it? talented, mate. Um, they add such a weight and elegance to the sound on this record, don't they? Like, it's so fucking good. But don't get it wrong that this isn't. That, you know, it's just it's like an orchestral kind of thing because there is some really heavy as fuck classic like death doom riffs on here, aren't there? Like, <sighs> mate, for me, the standout is that second track of Creeping Moss and Creeping oh, Stone. That is majestic. <laughs> it, if you've majestic. got the headphones on, it's like it transports you back into a church. The, you know, the chorus that echoes through the speakers, that oh. chorus, mate. It, the vision I have in my head is you walk into that church, they're at the front of the altar. Yes. And when that chorus kicks in, all the stained glass windows shatter. <laughs> it just, you're just fucking, and you're just covered in, it's just like, it's, you can't explain it, mate. It's so haunting. It puts you into it, an into Another, their world that they want you to be in, their world, it? mate. And yeah, it's fucking incredible, mate. So unique, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Um. So it's Etty, uh, Etienne Flynn, isn't it? Is the is the other half of this band guitarist? Yeah, and vocalist. Yeah. There's some really beautiful, like guitar, like lead lines that weave oh, in and out of those, mate. like fucking classic doomy riffs. Um. It's just. I can't believe this is a debut record, mate. It's, like, that's what, and again, another on tw- one on twenty bucks spin as well, mate. They don't miss. They don't miss today. They don't. Like, miss. They do not miss. Um, and another amazing fact about Soren, she done the album artwork. Really? Yes. Bloody hell, mate! She like, done the album art. She is talented, mate. So, mate, never has there been a more perfect artwork for what the album sounds like. Yeah, it's you, so yeah. spot on. It comes isn't it? alive as soon as you press that album artwork comes alive as soon as you press play. It's I was fun. really looking forward to this, mate. From we it started, it started being teased a few months ago, didn't it? Um, you braved it because we got it early. You were fucking oh, on this. As mate. soon as that promo dropped, mate, I was straight on it, and I've listened to this so much since then. It, I think this will be one of the strongest debuts this year. I think this will be up there. Uh, it's just too. Unique and incredible. You've got to get your ears around it, man. Another uh, and definitely as well. We mentioned seven tracks at forty-seven minutes is absolutely spot on, isn't it? Like, Perfect, mate. They've really produced one of the tightest, most spot-on. They've just distilled it that this kind of music right down to its perfect essence. Yeah, um, and it's an absolutely wonderful record. This, so yeah, 
me and Death were like puddles talking about this record. <laughs> the weight of remembrance um, from the band Tribunal. Incredible record. So there we go. January and part of December. I said at the start, some of our favorite records because there could have been five or six more albums in here. Yeah, like, let's yes. just quickly touch on that, in it. Shall we just give some quick shout outs to those records? What we got? Reburied. Uh, yeah, re Scalp. reburied. So good. Yep. Yeah, um, Scalp. Yeah, Black Tar. That record was wicked. What's yeah, the Chris... reburied record? Death called. Uh, called? Uh, Repulsive Nature. Yeah. Yeah. So so good. Uh that nothingness record that came out on their last interview as well is like pretty good too. Yeah. Um, De Christator, Apophysis. Oh my Jesus fucking Ashen Christ. Ashen did like bear bear rounds. Like that did fucking really well. Yep. Um a lot of stuff came out. Um that we just, you know, we could be here all week. <laughs> it just proved it just proved how strong January was. To be yeah. honest with you as well, like some of it at the time didn't really resonate with me. I remember we were having a chat about certain albums. And I was like, yes. you know what? I'm fucking just not into this at all. And like everyone was getting mad about um, a handful of them. And I was like, fucking hell, man. Like, I don't like any of this shit. And yeah, I must have just been in a bit of a bad mood or something because yeah, I actually really liked it afterwards. Probably because you've had burnout from. You just. When you finish the album of the year show i feel like you've done so much new music that in january you kind of are uh, i just want to the first couple of release dates in january yeah, is difficult it, to it, get it back was nothing that like blew our bollocks off do you know what i mean it didn't blow us well it was for me and death yeah <laughs> yeah but um but yeah there's stuff there was some real growers in january a lot a lot of good stuff that you know we can't always do two-part roundup shows unfortunately it's like and you know we could have done with this um but yeah, there's some really cool stuff that, that came out this month um, that we just didn't have time to cover. So been a real, real good start to, to 2023, that's for sure. And I'm looking at, I've started doing my notes for February already. February. Yeah, February's fucking insane, mate, as well. <laughs> Holy shit. It's bonkers, mate, isn't it? Like, it's already it already God. kicked off a couple of days ago, February already, with, yeah, um, and with some incredible. absolute beauty. And it, get, it gets better and better, mate. It's frightening. Yeah, it does. So let us know what you enjoyed the most in, in January. Twitter at Bangers P, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Bangers and Mosh Podcast. Search up, you find us there. Check out our video, Heavy Halls, our new series we we dropped on there uh, last week. Yeah, uh, that's a YouTube YouTube only. So if you haven't got on that, where we go through our recent music and merch pickups, we're going to be doing another one of those um, shortly. And we've got a couple of really cool episodes coming up as well very shortly so keep your eyes out for them but until then party on dudes bddgg bye guys <laughs> party on dudes <laughs>